Nutrition is remarkable in its ability to have people with completely opposite views saying they have science to support completely opposite views. Frustrating, isn't it? What are we supposed to believe? Welcome to Dynamism Biohacker. My name is Dr. Matt Hammett, wellness and nutrition expert, lifestyle trainer, and movement enthusiast. And each week, I'm going to share with you how to make the right nutritious choices despite conflicting expert opinions, where I help you to discover how to unlock your inner aborigine or your inner greatness. Thank you for spending this time with me today. So let's get into the training. Self-mastery is a sense to withstand the emotional storms of life in the moment. People with a directive conscious choice do not become enslaved by their passions. They do not bend the will. The virtue of self-mastery has been praised since the time of Plato. Greek scholar Paige Du Bois translates self-mastery with the ancient Greek word, sufros uni. It means the care and intelligence in conducting one's life, a tempered balance and wisdom. The Romans in the early Christian church redefined it as temperance. Temperance became a virtue that called for the restraining of emotional excess. However, the goal is to keep your emotions in check, not to suppress them entirely. The key here to understand is all about balance. Every feeling has its value and significance. Besides, a life without passion would cut off from the very purpose of creation. We would feel isolated and cut off from the fullness and meaning of life. In this training, I'm going to talk about self-mastery and how to grow that emotional intelligence that is silently locked away, urging to get out. We're going to learn how to control your emotions so they don't control you. Dynamic people have control. And it begins with their emotional intelligence, which far outweighs your IQ. And that leads me to dynamism biohack, emotional intelligence. Dynamism is the enthusiastic quality or charism that dynamic people possess that characterizes them by their vigorous action and progress. They step outside that it's genetic cliche, the blame it, name it, and tame it with a drug approach into what I call true health. This is the health class your doctor doesn't know, the wellness prevention and health promotion solution, how to get and stay well for a lifetime. That's dynamism. Aristotle observed that we need appropriate emotional feeling appropriate to circumstance. And psychologists would argue that when we silence our emotions and inner feelings, they make us distant and dull. When they become out of control, they become too extreme and persistent. They become pathological. This emotional persistence can lead us to depression, anxiety, raging anger, and manic agitation. In the words of Aristotle himself, for both excessive and insufficient exercise destroy one's strength, and both eating and drinking too much or too little destroy health, whereas the right quantity produces, increases, or preserves it. So it is the same with temperance, courage, 
and the other virtues. This much then is clear, says Aristotle. In all our conduct, it is the mean that is to be commended. See, these words leave people with a directive conscious choice liberated because it's all about the balance. Be kind to yourself while you improve your dynamic health. Do not be so hard on yourself. After all, sometimes we just have to make the better bad choice in life. Besides, self-mastery takes more than 10,000 hours. You know, in the book, Outliers, Malcolm Gladwell, the author, repeatedly mentions the 10,000-hour rule. He's claiming that the key to achieve world-class expertise in any skill is, to a large extent, a matter of practicing the correct way for a total of around 10,000 hours. I first read this book after my family tragedy, and the idea made me rethink who I was and what I was capable of becoming. It inspired me beyond anything else that I had ever read. It empowered me to become the writer, the physician, and the speaker I am today. If it were not for the wisdom of the 10,000-hour rule, I never would have embarked on the idea that I could ever amount to anything more than the sum of my past struggles. I realized something golden from Gladwell. I had spent well over 10,000 hours on the art and technique for chiropractic care, but not quite in the sciences. I realized a dream for this training. If I invested 10,000 hours into reading the science, perhaps I could become an expert in the science and art of natural healing. And this quest for self-discovery came out of despair after witnessing such preventable death in my family. I discovered that with the help of studying and applying the knowledge with my patients as a doctor of chiropractic, that I was sitting on a new frontier which had the potential to redefine and restructure science toward the attainment of human health. And in this new model, we may continue the discovery and pursuant of the sickness crisis intervention, but also to expand a newer vision, a new frontier in human health development by defining the term healthology or the study of health, along with the promoters and activators of human health. We can have a valid lifestyle treatment plan that engages persons with a directive conscious choice on the attainment of true health and true well-being. And likewise, we currently have an understanding of the promoters and activators for a disease like cancer, heart disease, diabetes, and others. But our knowledge of these natural biomolecules regarding health promotion and health Activation has not been thoroughly studied. So a training like this could serve two purposes on the goals of attaining a true wellness culture. One purpose is to teach the public that the human driving force toward the attainment of healing and health and well-being lies in the promoters of health, not in understanding of pathology or sickness and disease. This is a brand new perspective and one that I believe many scientists and new medical students will spark energetically with zest and passion 
for uncovering in the next millennium. And at this point, I reflect, you know, what we've talked about earlier in the training when I commented an idea about, you know, giving a billion dollar idea away toward objectifying subjectivity with the pain biosensor, you know, that may detect broken bones or soft tissue injuries without the use of advanced imaging. For those of you who heard that story in my background, but I assure you, I didn't lose anything. Indeed, I have gained everything because the pursuant of that dream led me to realize a bigger vision, to advance the pursuit of humanity toward health promoters and health activators, which will one day develop into smartphone technologies or biosensors which measure our human health performance beyond heart rate or counting your steps like we see in our, 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 our watches right now. And we're going to go beyond our watches. See, there's a brand new future and revolution in human health promotion, ecosystem restoration, and healing the planet that has been damaged over the last century. Look, at the time of this training, we already have smartphones that can identify the nutritional content of fresh foods that you can buy at the grocery store. We have smartphones that have the ability to look deep into your eyes and get this. It can replace the most sophisticated optometry equipment. That's right. We have the technology to study humanity on a chip with the computational power to examine biology in ways never imagined. Imagine the ability to identify how your biology measures against the science discovered from our ancestors who have four to ten times the vitamin and mineral content that we have without ever being vaccinated or taking a single big pharma product. If you recall from the move driver, our hunter-gatherer ancestors still living have a physique and health equivalent to a professional athlete. So imagine a smartphone with the power to measure true health performance and true human health promotion beyond restoration and disease treatment. Imagine the future of health promotion due to the future of smart technologies. See, I want to inspire the youth of our age who come into contact with these ideas that I've laid out in this training. Our healthcare system will be fantastic when more students invest their 10,000 hours, not just in the pursuit of sickness and disease and crisis management, which is important, but on the attainment of true wellness science. Absorbed with the new science and the new biology of human health promotion and performance. I salute the next generation of healthcare students on the attainment of discovery in both of these areas of healthcare. And I predict the need for brand new fields in healthcare so as to meet the scientific need for development in the new wellness areas toward human health promotion. So let's talk about the grand master aptitude. You know, a chess master becomes a master after he has beaten a room of 25 chess experts at one time. A chess grandmaster becomes a grandmaster after he's beaten a room or 25 chess masters 
at one time. So a group of researchers wanted to understand what the difference was that made them so superior. They found both groups were excellent and equally brilliant. It was the Grandmaster's passion that made the difference. They loved the game of chess so much that they had lived, breathed, and became the game of chess. It was that passion that created them into a level of excellence that was far superior to any other players in the world. Can you make that kind of commitment to your personal development in each of the five areas of a dynamic health? Do you have the grandmaster aptitude? A grandmaster aptitude uses his or her emotional intelligence to fill the capacity that profoundly affects all other abilities. Our limits of our capacity are defined by our innate mental abilities to think and plan, to pursue training for a distant goal, to problem solve, and to determine how well we do in life. Our emotional intelligence is influenced by the degree to which we are motivated by our feeling, enthusiasm, and pleasures in what we do. Even a bit of anxiety may propel us forward to accomplishment. So for these reasons, Goldman tells us that our emotional intelligence is a far better predictor of success in life than IQ. Goldman is an author a godfather of emotional intelligence. And he writes this. He says, if you've got a superior high IQ and super low control of your emotions, you simply will not manifest your highest potential. You've got to live with passion. You know, the Stanford Marshmallow Experiment was a series of studies on impulse control. And it was spearheaded by a psychologist, Walter Mischel, then a professor at Stanford University. And in these studies, a four-year-old child was offered a choice between one small reward provided for immediate gratification or two small rewards if they waited for a short period. In follow-up studies, you know where I'm going. The researchers found that the children who were able to wait longer for the preferred rewards tended to have better life outcomes. And this is measured by the SAT scores, educational attainment, even body mass index, and other life measures. Goldman teaches that there is perhaps no psychological skill more fundamental than resisting impulse. Wow, I love that. (laughs) People with conscious choice Understand that we have a need to be able to regulate our impulses if we're going to perform well at anything which requires sustained attention. Our focus is real while we measure how well we use our five pillars of a dynamic health, whether we're studying for a test, building a business, or cultivating our relationships. There is no need to get all depressed if you know you would not have passed the marshmallow test. (laughs) You can learn to develop emotional intelligence as an adult to compensate for our losses as a child. So let's talk about some of these self-defeating and self-fulfilling prophecies, right? The truth is we all worry. 
Sometimes it trips us up. However, the number of worries that people report while taking a test directly predicts how poorly they will do. Therefore, keep this process simple. Try not to worry. When we worry, those resources in our brains are spending our our brain power and taking away from the resources available to us for processing and other useful information. So when we are preoccupied on worrying about failing a test, it takes our mind away from figuring out the answers. Our worries become self-defeating and self-fulfilling prophecy. And it forces us down the slope of disaster that we predict. We have to, as my dad would put it, man up and reduce our worry loads because they are toxic to us. Focus the energies to the challenge at hand. Sounds simple. Of course it does. We just did it together. Just keep in mind that worrying is only useful to us if it concerns a topic we can do something about. It leads us, it leads us to take a positive action right now. So recall the, meditate, the meditative process in the think driver that we went over in the past trainings to help diffuse your worry and focus on changing the things you can. If you are a current patient in our office, I love you. Thank you so much for your confidence in us. If you are not a patient, I certainly would love to meet you someday. Go to our website, newlifefamilychiropractic.net. And also, I just want to remind everyone that we got the same 24 hours in a day. I'm no busier than you are, but if your goal is to live a happier, healthier, and fuller life, You've got to learn to manage yourself. And that means managing your movement, which drives your energy. When we better manage our energy, we're better able to be more present and vibrant and enjoy our life. We're better able to manage our five pillars of a dynamic health. You deserve a life that is peaceful, that is balanced, that is happy, where you have tons of good health. The health that you need, the health that is on demand when you need it most. You see, because health doesn't come to you, it comes from you. It is a fruit that is grown and earned. And I know we all heard the genetic cliche, the blame it, name it, and tame it with a drug approach. But the truth is, the solution doesn't lie with more drugs and surgeries. The solution lies with you. You know it's not so much of a healthcare crisis as it is a self-care crisis in our world today. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I love you. I love hearing from you. So don't forget to reach out to me. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Do so by whatever is your favorite social media platform. Send me a message there. Let me know that you listened to this episode and what you thought of it. And as always, I appreciate it in advance anyone who is kind enough to write a review. That is the ultimate gift. I appreciate you very much for that. I love spending this time with you. I'm Dr. Matt Hammett reminding you to lighten up, move better, and live fuller. Until next, Dynamism Biohack.